Bang bang. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Running like this. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the final episode of 2014 of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We are so delighted to be here on this late afternoon, early evening, to uh, serve you guys a great episode of Marking Out. I am your host, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. I am joined by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter, even though nobody ever follows us, at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. How are you doing on this last episode of 2014? I am doing a lot better than you are. What does that mean? Well, I'm doing better than awesome. You can't be better than awesome as always. Eh, so how are you doing? Awesome as always. All right, well, I feel better than you. Eh, I don't think so. Nah. Yeah, so that's our show. Thank you for listening. That's how we're going to end the year. <laughs> we should just cut it right now and post it. Because the whole episode got erased. I'm just kidding. That did happen this year, so screw did you it? to that episode. Yeah, you don't remember that? Nope. <clears throat> yeah, back in, um, when was it? Earlier this year. Was it June? I don't know. You can't ask me questions on things like this. It was actually February. February 4th. Our February 7th show was cut. How did you figure that one out so quickly? I went and looked at our podcasts. That's weird. <laughs> but uh, we have some fan questions and comments to get to. Um, the first one was posted on last week's episode, but we recorded the episode so early, and now it's so late, but... It was from Vince Briga, who said, Hey guys, I was watching the UFC on Fox uh, this Saturday. And during the semi-main event, they went to a commercial. And the first commercial was for WWE 2K15. I know this can be purely coincidence, but as soon as I saw it, I thought for sure something must be up between the two companies and the UFC featuring CM Punk. I know you have spoken about the Dana White-Vince McMahon meetings in the past and how you think the two could be working together. Just an interesting point I'd like to bring up. Thanks for reading my comment. I work for a local television station here, and I listen every Saturday on my way to stories. I don't know if that's a real place or not. Keep up the amazing work, Vince. So thank you, and yeah, we... Spoke very much uh, so last night even to each other and other people about why we think CM Punk, Vince McMahon, Dana White, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, whoever else are all in cahoots together on the UFC WWE deal. Yeah, I'm still convinced that it's all a work. Yeah, I'm convinced I mean, McMahon. Yeah. 
Could, could that be the last bad joke of 2014? Probably not, right? No, we are still recording the podcast, so no. <laughs> online listening sure. experience, but uh, no, no, it's online listening experience. Not, you, can, you can't just start correcting after not correcting for like two episodes. It's well, no, it's online listening experience. No, it's changed. No, well, it's online it's, listening experience. It's back to being a podcast. Well, no, 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 it's online listening experience. Uh, but it is a podcast. No, but it's online listening experience. Yeah, for being a podcast, though. No, Steve Austin hosts a podcast. Mark yeah, now host an online listening experience. That ends because up we go in your ears that. and explode your mind of thoughts and, and feelings. We release endorphins. We are your happiness. That sounds cult like leaderish. Yeah. Cult leaderish like? Yeah, no, no, no. We're, 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 we are a podcast. Speaking of cult, he's also a, he's a podcaster. We're online listening experiencers. Although that kind of sounds like we're the people who experience the online listening. Hmm. Yeah. What are you trying to say? I'll think of something good in 2015. Uh, maybe you're better off not. Maybe you're better off just reading the next question or comment. Brother, well, dude, how Jack. about it? How about it? All I right, told David next... to read the next comment, but he couldn't bend over to pick it up. How about it? The next one is from Jasmine. No, hey, it guys. Isn't. What the fuck? Sorry for you're... not coming. No, what are you talking about? You skipped one. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. That's weird. That's what I have on my page. Hey, guys. Sorry for not commenting. Uh, for a couple of weeks, the holidays and finals week took their toll on me. But of course, I haven't stopped listening. First, I wanted to say that you guys defining Ratchet was hilarious. I also heard that Adrian Neville is debuting with a completely different gimmick. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I wanted to know what you guys thought about that. Thanks for continuing to be awesome at Reverse Animsage. Uh, yeah, they're talking about debuting Adrian Neville with, um, what is it? Uh, Mighty Mouse, but I think that's... Mighty Mouse gimmick. I feel like that's the way the dirt sheets are spinning it. What do you mean? Because it's not, I don't feel, like, there's not, they, come on, how could he debut as a mouse? It's not going to be that. It's like an underdog. Yeah. They just described it really poorly. I just hope that like his attire doesn't change. Like, how the fuck are they going to put him in a suit like that? Plus, there's no reason to really change him now since you have him as that in the video game. Like, yeah, I just think it was a really poorly worded thing on their part. On WWE's or the people in Trump? No, whoever, whoever leaked it that he's going to have that sort of gimmick. Yeah, I, I kind of don't see it. Yeah. Oh. Up next, we have a comment from Gary Goodall. I really hope it's not too late because I just thought, since this is the last episode before New Year's Eve, that Dave should do his plugs to the tune of the New Year's song that people sing when the clock strikes midnight, the one that nobody really knows all the lyrics to. Thanks. So, uh, Dave, for yeah. your shameless plugs, you have to... I assume it's Old Lang Syne. Yeah, so. you're you're jackass for that move. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> um, yeah. Who, who Gary? No, 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 Brandon. Me All for right. what? Now on to Steve's comment. Yeah, I'm the jackass. Fuck you. What do you think I am? Stupid. I see why you skipped over his comment. Steve, aka at disgruntled <laughs> dork. Hey guys. Hope you enjoyed the holidays so far. As I was listening to your last episode, Brandon made a comment that really resonated with me. 
when you were talking about Raw being pretty shitty lately, he said he couldn't stop. He couldn't not watch, regardless of the qual- uh, quality of the current product. This is something I have been dealing with as well. As you guys may have seen on Twitter, my handle at disgruntled dork was more or less a gimmick for me to complain about about work. But it became more of a WWE complaints type of page. Throughout Raw, I like to point out the botches, missed lines, and mistakes throughout the show. Someone DM'd me asking why I watched if I don't like what I was seeing. And that made me think. How can I possibly watch what I uh how can I possibly want to watch WWE when it sucks so bad right now? How many times am I going to see Ryback pushed, then buried, and see another match between Ambrose and Wyatt when most have forgotten why they're even fighting? Or JBL mentioning twerking midgets. Midgets. Ugh. Well, this is the thing. I love wrestling. No, not just WWE. Which is the difference of with Brandon, but wrestling Wait, what does that as mean, a whole. Because you, you're pretty much stable with your WWE. Outside of that, it's very rare that you like anything outside of WWE. That's not true at all. Yeah. The Young Bucks, I fought for the Young Bucks. That's true. <laughs> oh, they don't okay. know that though. <laughs> I love Ring of Honor for uh, for the bare bones wrestling mentality. I love. New Japan Pro Wrestling because, well, it's fucking great. I love Lucha Underground because it, uh, Lucha Underground for being new and exciting. I love TNA. Well, let's skip that one. And I love WWE. And why? Because it was my introduction to wrestling. And it will always be a, be must watch. Be a must watch. But Steve, you say it sucks. Well, yes, it sucks now. But in the back of my mind, I always hope that uh, I always hope for that amazing match or that brilliant promo or that jaw dropping swerve or an organic rise, organic rise of a superstar like that of Zack Ryder. We still want Ryder WWE or Daniel Bryan. I have fond memories of the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian and the Dudley Boys battling it out in TLC. Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker because Shawn just needed that win so badly. Eddie Guerrero finally winning the world title. And there are so many more. These are the reasons why I still continue to watch WWE. Hoping that something will surprise me. Something will blow me away. Or something. Uh, someone will have a match that takes my breath away. Take my breath away. Hope all we might. on Hate, uh, hate all we might. Yeah, hate all we might on the WWE or any other promotion, but we watch because we love wrestling tag. Sorry, sorry for, for the long winded comment. Tag. This Mark is signing. Oh, off. no, no. I tagged you. I tagged you. <laughs> this Mark is signing off. Yeah. So thank you for your uh, comment. No worries about the long winded comment either. We welcome it. Brandon, maybe not so much, but I do. At least. I welcome it. 100%. That's why you read it. You dicked me over. How did I dick you over? Oh, it doesn't show up on my page. It was still loading. No, it wasn't. Dude, it was still loading. Fancy right through it. Jasmine's was on there and Gary's was on there. But Steve's wasn't? Come on. So he was on yours and you skipped over him? I didn't skip over him. BS, dude. You started with Jasmine. I went to the next comment. You really are a typical heel. No. 
Yeah, the fans see right through you, dude. You're a heel. You started with Jasmine. I went to the next nature. one. Well, ladies first. And then I went to Gary. It was still loading, but we I had know, Jasmine we don't know if, because I knew that she was going to load quicker. Well, I don't know if Gary's a girl it's or first. not, so I could say the same thing for ladies first. Well, all right then. I guess you're still a heel. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess this is more of a thing with you because I'm okay with turning off WWE whenever I want. I If I don't like the product, I turn it off. This Raw, I turned off after I watched the opening promo, the opening match. I watched Fandango in that BS match, and then I got so frustrated with it, I turned it off. Because uh, 21 Jump Street was on, so I watched that instead. Um, yeah. So you got to pick and choose your battles. I mean, look at these, the things that you said though, Hardy boys, Shawn Michaels, all of these times moments, they didn't really have the internet and the dirt sheets. I don't think were as prominent and they didn't leak as much as they used to. Now they leak out every single little thing that can be done on raw, whether it's a swerve, if someone's backstage it's usually like, oh, always so and so's the bunny. You have to say it. You have to make sure that this person's known as the bunny. What do you mean? Like dirt sheets leak the stupidest oh, oh, things oh. when clearly, guess what? We don't know who we, we don't know if it was Justin Gabriel. Yeah. We don't know if Sami Zayn ever played a bunny. Yeah. Um and for your discussion of the Ring of Honor New Japan, which uh I I couldn't agree with you more with all of those. I love all of them. I but it's very TNA off that list. Yeah, I mean, TNA, you have to really pick and choose what you're going to watch. I mean, any, anything with Ethan Carter is funny and great. Um, still loving what Rockstar Spud is doing. But there's every, aspects to every like, company like that. Yeah. Though. There's aspects to WWE that have – there's really great things to come from WWE still. But there's just uh, – as an overall, it's just like, oh, come on. They need a huge overhaul in everything. I mean, Pro I wrestling as a whole needs an overhaul. No matter which way you look at it, WWE will Ring of Honor and all those will never be on WWE level. Right, the because like I thing, said, WWE is wrestling. Yeah, but the closest thing to it is New Japan Pro Wrestling. But the reason why New Japan won't be as large as WWE is because it isn't Americanized. It's not in America, right? Yeah. If it was in America, then I think WWE would uh, after if you if they brought over some WWE people, then it would be Americanized and it could defeat or it no. could be competition more than TNA, but then you're also damaging what New Japan Pro Wrestling really is. So, yeah. As in what? Real? Yes. Very. Well, what's the? what do you mean? What's the difference between them and WWE? No, I mean, I, I think that if they took in so many WWE guys, it would be taken away from a lot of these Japanese wrestlers that we don't know. Well, if you had somebody... Damaging. If you had someone like John Cena come in and, and face Okada or something, how's that damaging? But then that means John Cena leaves WWE? No, it, they could work together or something. That it's happened I'm in the even, past. I'm not even going to entertain that because I can never see them working together. It's happened in the past, so it's something you could say. It's wrestling. You never know. Uh, oh. What about you, though? What, do you, what, what are you doing? Let's start with that question. It fell. What it, fell? It all fell? No, I'm just kidding. At least you didn't fall this time. What do you mean this time? I never fell. Uh, you've fallen on the podcast before. No, I haven't. Uh, did, I, go, did I fall go, once? I think so. I don't know. I think so. Um, but what do you have to say about all that? I mean, you are... 
I mean, yes, you're a fan of independence and stuff like that. But for the most part, you'll always watch Raw, SmackDown. Uh, do you watch always main event in Superstars? No, I haven't in a long time. And I feel like I should, but it's just once it got onto the network, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just lost it to me. Okay. Because it, 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 for me, I feel like the stuff that we see on main event and superstars now is the same stuff that we see on Raw or SmackDown, just like the B matches. Yeah, well, that's what you're seeing. But that's not what it used to be. It used to I be mean, like the, the D matches that were really should have been the A matches. Yeah. So. I could understand that. For sure. Yeah. Um. All right. So where do you want to start with now? Well, let's thank these uh, people for commenting and listening to the previous episode and sharing your thoughts and everything with us. And awesome opinions. Thank you for uh, writing to us and listening. Yeah, thank you so much. Wow, that was that sarcastic. sarcastic. Yeah. Wow. No, he but lit up seriously, wild. thanks. Nah, that was too fake. Now you just sounded fake. Yeah. You went from being sarcastic to fake to these listeners. Well, at least I didn't go from sarcastic to fake to Dave. Woo! Dave, he got him. Everybody said that when they were listening, so screw you. <laughs> All right. Tribute to the troops. All right. Let's do it. Kick it off. Yeah, so Tribute to the Troops opened up last week with uh, Hulk Hogan. He came out waving the American flag with troops at both sides of him. And it's crazy that Tribute to the Troops started in 2003, and I'm pretty sure this was Hulk Hogan's very first show. I mean, Um, granted, he's been in TNA for all those years, but the years that he wasn't, yeah, pretty- uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. And Miz and Miz now ended up cutting Hulk Hogan off. Okay, that's nice. But uh, you you could hear that, right? Hear what? The the siren in the background. It's off now. But uh, oh, Miz uh, Miz came out to basically say you're welcome for his role in the Marine Three, and John Cena came out and apologized for the Miz. And he put over the U.S. Armed Forces, and Cena ended up throwing Miz out of the ring. And Miz now had John Cena step aside so he could do the fake punches and throw himself out of the ring, which was really funny. And after yeah. that, go go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, everything that Dean Ambrose wants to get, uh, Dean Ambrose, Damian Mizdow is doing is, it's highly entertaining, and it's getting, he could be a complete heel in whatever he does, and it's going to get over in that uh, as the uh, the stunt double. Yeah. But after that, Seth Rollins came out with J.J. Security and Kane, followed by Luke Harper and then Big Show. And they all surrounded the ring. Uh, J.J. Security went after Hulk Hogan. Everyone else went after Cena. Hogan took them out. Ziggler, Ryback, and Eric Rowan ran down for the save. So that set up the main event for Tribute to the Troops. Uh, it's kind of unfortunate, though. Why? That like, I mean, like last year they had the whole jet in there or whatever it was, the a cooler setup and everything. Mm-hmm. This was just a regular WWE entranceway, basically. I don't know. I feel like they just don't care. Like, yeah, not that they don't they don't care, but no, they, that's what they it don't seems care. Like. They don't care as much as they did the first like 
three or four times that they were putting putting this on. Now it's just like, yeah, we'll do it to be nice, but they're not putting any effort into it. Well, I don't think they put that much effort into it. I mean, they had some random, random matches on Tribute to the Troops past. Yeah, that's true. Like having John Cena versus Chris Masters when John Cena was the world champion or the heavyweight champion. Yeah. WWE champion. But there were all those matches that were like thrown together that were cool to see. These are just regular storyline matches that it's, it's just... Ugh, it's I want to get away from that. I can't yeah, have just, Raw, SmackDown, and then this. Yeah. I mean, it's just boredom and boredom and boredom. Yeah, but after, a break. after that, we have the Usos defeating Goldust and Stardust, which was cool that the Usos were rocking some red, white, and blue face paint. Uh, it was a standard match between them, which came to an end when the Usos hit a double splash on Goldust and Stardust. Uh... After that, we had Florida Georgia Line performing, which they performed again later in the night. But it's cool that WWE can pull in musicians, and every single time they have a musician, everybody in that arena or wherever they host Tribute to the Troops genuinely are thankful that they're seeing them. Are they? I think so. Everyone was rocking out to Florida Georgia Line. No, I still question whether or not they just zoom in on whoever is rocking out and then pipe in stuff. I, I it's hard to pipe in stuff when they're all well, not I mean, all of them are. It's in. not live. Yeah, but I mean they're all in the fatigue. What do you mean? Most of the military personnel are in their fatigue. So how are they going to splice in something from somewhere else? I I think that they easily can. You just pipe over the crowd. What do you I, mean, I pipe over it? it. Sound-wise? People no, aren't cheering. Like cheering you you can visually see them. Yeah, but I think that they're just like zooming in on a few sections. That could be only like a very minimal section. They of pan the to the arena. whole crowd. I don't know. Everyone's up and dancing. It's Florida Georgia Line. Why are you arguing this, Dan? Camera dude? magic, dude. Camera magic. I don't think so. Speaking of camera magic. No, that's not even camera magic. No. But... Win magic. Naomi won a Santa's helper helper diva battle royal. Now, why is it listing everyone else? It's it was not. It, Naomi, just, Natalia, Emma, the Bella Twins, and Paige. Rosa Mendez was there. Summer Rae was there. And so they all they were all dressed up and looking all fancy and all that fun stuff, right? I think Rosa Mendez is a complete embarrassment, and I feel embarrassed that WWE considers that something good for the troops and their families to have to watch. I don't Awful. think, yeah, there's just like I don't know. They could have just sent out a a tag team match of the Bella Twins versus like Paige and Alicia Fox or something, or Paige and Summer Rae or something like that. Or even Bella Twins versus, well, not Paige because they're both, uh, like, heelish. Heels, yeah. It could have been, Bella it, it should have been the Bellas and, and Paige versus Emma, someone and someone. Emma, Natty. Naomi, and Natty. Yeah, there you go. Or Boom. Emma, Naomi, and... Natty. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also, so, in the main event, you no, had, well, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Dean Ambrose defeated... Sergeant Slaughter announced the boot camp match. Oh, great. And then you had Dean Ambrose defeat Bray Wyatt in it. 
I just want Sergeant Slaughter to go away. Well, I mean, come on. It's nice to bring in Sergeant Slaughter for Tribute to the Troops. For a boot camp match, he's a match he made famous. Yeah. This match was, I think, I, well, this match was a lot different. Every time they have a boot camp match, it's a lot different than every single boot camp Other match. Other time that they've done it. Because if you haven't seen the one with Sergeant Slaughter, that's like... The one versus Triple H? Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter versus Triple H. <laughs> HBK faced Triple H in a in a boot camp match. No, Triple H faced him too. Sergeant Slaughter? Yeah. Really? I'm almost positive. I almost want to pause that and look that up. Unpause. Yeah, after doing some research, I was correct. Um, I didn't even know that match took place. I always just assumed yeah. it was Slaughter versus Sheik. At but, it was be- but it was before you even started watching wrestling, though. This was December 7th, 1997. I, well, was, I, I mean, I was watching then, but... Were you? Yeah, just not pay-per-views. Actually, yeah, this is New Ajalos and everything. Uh, yeah, Triple H with China defeated Sergeant Slaughter in a boot camp match at uh, D-Generation X in your house. Um, yeah, so the more you know, knowledge is power. Yeah. But uh, during this match, I actually laughed out loud with JBL's commentary about Sergeant Slaughter because he was saying, he's like, how would Sergeant Slaughter be whispering in the movie theaters? Because he's like always yelling. I thought it was funny because just yeah. picturing how Sergeant Slaughter would, and that's an order. That was a terrible impression. I don't even he know looks so was. like fragile though. I don't like how he looks. I don't like seeing wrestlers that we saw I, growing up now. I, I bet you saw, okay, first of all, first of all. Who watched Sergeant Slaughter wrestle when they were growing up? A few people. Not me. I did. Sergeant Slaughter, well, yeah, because you watched the early 90s. Yeah, I watched the early 90s. I mean, by then, he wasn't um, he wasn't involved with Hulk Hogan really anymore. That happened in the 90s. I'm trying to think now. Do I remember that? No, that was, that was before I got into watching, I think. You know, I hear you typing... Yeah, because now you got me thinking. It was probably that was ninety one, wasn't it? Unpause, and that's the last so, time you get that for this damn episode. No, and I doubt it. Um, yeah, no. The thing is with Slaughter, I didn't watch before ninety two, and by the time in ninety two, late ninety two, he started. That's when he started to disappear off WWE television a little bit. But I did see a few of his like later matches. So see, because when I watched wrestling, he was the commissioner of WWE. Yeah, I, I mean, I already knew who he was just because of everything else, so, yeah. But back to tribute to the troops, uh, during the match, Bray Wyatt got in Sergeant Slaughter's face, and Sarge began to take his boot off after that, which distracted Bray Wyatt, but it wasn't enough for Dean Ambrose to get a three count. Slaughter tossed him his boot uh, to Dean Ambrose, and he used it. Then Dean Ambrose hit a splash off the top rope or an elbow drop or whatever elbow it was. Drop. Yeah, an elbow, elbow drop, drop. through the table onto Bray. And that yeah. was that match, Dean Ambrose. It doesn't up. even look like it, anything, that elbow drop. I don't know why, it's so, like, why they're using that as his thing, an elbow drop through a table. Yeah. It, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't have that much eye appeal anymore. Like maybe back in the 90s and early 2000s when like Foley did in, in the – Attitude error, like stuff like that, you could get away with. But now it's kind of like, 
I don't know. I feel like we've been spoiled. We've seen so much more through a table where an elbow drop through a table is like, oh, cool. I don't uh, know. It's still it's still a move. Eh. After that, Rusev and Lana are out there cutting an anti-American pro-Russia promo. I could just say a standard promo for them. But I think this would have been the perfect spot for Hulk Hogan instead of having him open the show. But I guess... I agree. I understand both things. They had Daniel Bryan cut him off, which was good. And Daniel Bryan had soldiers come from over the barricade and down from the rafters. And uh, I guess to... Well, Rusev, Rusev, I guess, was challenging Daniel Bryan. And then the soldiers came down and Daniel Bryan got in the ring. And Rusev Rusev back down. I was surprised that they had some soldiers repel from the rafters. Yeah, but who knows if they're legit soldiers, and if they are, then that's but, their trained job. But even if they are, I mean, if they aren't legit soldiers, that's even more of a reason why I would be surprised. Why? I mean, well, just because how when was the last time we saw someone repel from the ceiling in WWE? Yeah, but that was a small venue, I think. Well, I, and I'm, I wouldn't be shocked to know that they were legit soldiers. I mean, uh, I wouldn't be surprised it's their either. Job. I wouldn't be surprised either. It's their jobs to come down. It did seem a little bit, I don't know. I get it. You want to get USA over in a tribute to the troops. It was very WWE. It seemed corny. Was it 12? Road to WrestleMania mode? I don't know what that means. It was very video game-ish. Yeah, it seemed very corny to me. Yeah. And like, I, I wasn't a fan of it. Especially since the last time we saw a troop and Rusev in the ring together. Ugh. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and just to say that troop ended up being uh, a rosebud like two days later. So. Yeah. Uh, so now in the main event, you have Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, John Cena, and Ryback defeating Kane, Luke Harper, Big Show, and Seth Rollins. Yeah, this match ended when Dolph Ziggler reversed a choke slam uh, with a super kick, and then John Cena hit a huge attitude adjustment on Big Show. Followed by another attitude adjustment, that being delivered to Luke Harper, on to Big Show. And that was that match. Afterwards, Hulk Hogan came out, and they all celebrated. I hate the fact that you have Harper doing that. Just huh, like the drop, Like taking the AA and after all that in. I don't know. I guess I'll speak more about that when we speak about Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Fortunately and unfortunately, fortunately for us and unfortunately for the WWE creative, there is no bad goods or middles because it was just too difficult to take anything out of the bads. I don't want to say too difficult because there's some things on here that were. It's just not worth it. For this Monday Night Raw, you guys didn't try. It's a slap in the face to people who watched. Yeah, If you don't try, why should we? Well, we should so. try because we should always strive to be the best. Well, we, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, so let's kick it off. That opening promo I was a fan of, though, with uh, John Cena in the ring, then well, Seth Rollins. First, you have to mention that Ho-Ho Hogan was there. Oh, yeah, that's shit. Yeah, so uh, that, I, that's I, I, why I said to you that I could not put that full promo in the goods if yeah, we were I, I doing chose- goods. I chose to completely bypass the ho ho Hogan stuff. Brother, dude, Jack. 
Yeah, I I bypassed that and went to the actual promo that made sense for the rest of the show. Yeah, with Cena coming out, getting cut off by Rollins and J and J security, and Rollins, I thought was it was cool that Seth Rollins actually put John Cena and Hulk Hogan over. Yeah, I thought so too. I the what do thing you mean? I don't you thought like so what. I thought so too. With that, it was, uh, cool. it was cool that he put him over, being but as being the best of their generations. But he said but, that it's time is up and it's his time now. But the thing I really don't like is how Cena could plead or not even plead, but could just ask Hulk Hogan and get a re, get a match against Seth Rollins. It wasn't Hulk Hogan. It was the general manager of the night. It was Ho Ho Hogan, brother. Ho, ho, Duke go Jack. fuck yourself. No. Uh, um. So the opening match was Seth Rollins versus John Cena, one-on-one. No stipulations or anything. And uh, John Cena picks up the victory. The, a clean victory. Sure, J&J security got involved. But even still, it was still clean. And I hate this so much. So fucking much. Because the week before, you have Seth Rollins defeat John Cena in a steel cage match. Sure, you had some shenanigans going on. But you still put Seth Rollins over in a gimmick match. And now on to help build up their feud that they're having. But now on Monday Night Raw, that was really shitty, uh, really shitty Monday Night Raw. You're And to kick off Raw, you're having Seth Rollins versus John Cena in a plain old match, normal match, no stipulation. And John Cena winning cleanly. No DQ, no count out, no nothing. I think that is complete and utter bullshit. And the thing, sorry, go. No, Seth Rollins should have won this match. He needs this win a lot more than John Cena to keep this feud going. John Cena beating Seth Rollins to me sees it as I see it as I sees it like I'm uh, Gollum or whatever. I like I see it as like the reaching the brick wall. Like once John Cena picks up the victory, it's like oh okay. So now if he picks up the victory on this Raw. If next time they face, Seth Rollins needs to win. If John Cena picks up two victories in a row against John- Seth Rollins, that's it. In my eyes, it's already done because Seth Rollins shouldn't have lost that match. And the one thing that resonated with me with this match was JBL's commentary afterwards saying, John Cena has found a way to win again. It's like Cena has the same matches every time he wrestles. It's something that John, he needs to step away from being the number one guy. I know it's very difficult and it's a huge money market for him. But, but also, is it? I don't think it's him. I mean, it's WWE too. Right. I don't think. Well, you know what? There's two sides to every story. And I always, yeah. we always hear those negative stories about Cena. Of course. As, but, as much as we hear those positive ones. But if you are if you have the opportunity to make more money, aren't you going to make more money? Right. But for I the mean, sake of pro wrestling and Kevin I'm sure that Dunn they don't care. If John, you're, I mean, no businessman cares about the sake of a, of a, of um, an industry. They care about themselves. But there's, there's, there's a way to get more money. There could like you, You're not even stepping outside of a box to see if you can get more money. Than who says that in. you don't know? Who says that he's not stepping out of the box? He who could be it? trying to I'm step out. I'm not saying out. Cena. I'm saying Vince McMahon or the company as a whole. They're not okay. stepping out. All right. It's in the same shit every single I mean, year. John Cena agreeing to do what he's doing and doing what he's doing. But and I'm, trying saying, to f- you're, I'm saying WWE – you're saying that WWE is doing what they're doing because all they care about is the money. 
No, no, no. I'm saying John Cena. Oh. Yeah, and John, I thought you were talking about John Cena, how he has to, because you mentioned how he has to step out of it and stuff. Yeah. But if if you were John Cena, you would be trying to stay in that spotlight too. You don't care about pro wrestling. You care about making money because that's what a business is all about. That at the end of the day, that is what pays your bills. That is what supports your life. That is what you support a family on. I mean, pro wrestling could go fuck itself when it comes to uh, family life and all of that. So I don't fault him. Same thing with Brock Lesnar. With negotiating that sweet deal, I do not fault him whatsoever. Sucks for pro wrestling. Sucks for WWE. But they should have uh, done a little bit more than allow someone to manipulate them into such an amazing deal. Right. Uh, Next up, you had Fandango defeating Swagger, which I'm going to continue the rant. Um, Okay, so how the fuck... Do you have Fandango de- re-debut? We curse so much on that award show, it doesn't even matter. So, and I apologize but, but for But people didn't that, hear that yet. That's true. So for <laughs> everybody, we didn't curse on the award show. You could go listen with your kitties. But, yeah, so I apologize for cursing. But even still, you have Fandango re-debut. Oh, yes, he's re-debuting. New this, new this. We got him Rosa Mendes. New dancing, new theme. He is going... He new, got, day. new day? New he got day? New day? New day. He got a he got a new attire. He got everything that he needs to set his path straight to a championship reign. And you have him start jobbing slowly, slowly. But that's not even true. Then, but then, but then, hold Rosa on. Mendez is an equal championship. Okay, yes, but it may equal a good blowjob. So, know that. but even still, Swagger has no. I don't understand the point of having him lose to Swagger the entire match. Complete ass kicking. Kick just to come back for him to be distracted, I believe. Swagger. Getting kicked three times with one of those uh, over the over the ro- uh, like top rope Zaguri kicks. Enziguri type of kick? Yeah. Same thing we see from Tyson Kidd, Justin Gabriel, uh, Adrian Neville, etc., etc. Hitting three of those and then the guillotine leg drop and that's it. That entire so all of that is supposed to make us forget about that total ass kicking that he had for the previous four minutes, just for that spot of the thirty seconds where he shined. Nothing, nothing's improved. No, and that's the one thing that they they put over after the match. It's this is the new and improved. Nothing's how improved. You, it's gotten worse. How can you say it's new and improved if he's just got his ass kicked? There's nothing new at all. Even it's if you, so, go, if also, you go go back in weeks, he lost. It's also the same finisher. I mean, if you want to have him new and improve, maybe change his finisher. Make that guillotine a, a signature. Have him use a different move. I mean, I love that guillotine leg drop. And it I, I miss the other move, that Bray Wyatt. He can't do that now because Bray does it. I thought he did the Dirty Deeds. Who? Fandango. No. That's he did Adam, the headlock driver. That's Adam Rose. No, 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 he did the actual headlock driver, I no, think. No, Fandango did that move that Bray Wyatt does, the uh, Sister Abigail. I think he also did the headlock driver. I don't think so. But not the one that Dean Ambrose was doing, the uh, one that Adam Rose does. I don't know. That's the one Miz does. Or yeah, used to do, I should say. But overall, get your shit together, WWE Creative, because this is the moment after this match, this is the exact moment... After that bell rang, that I changed the station for good. 
I watched 21 Jump Street. I then once I got bored with that, I played a game of war with my grandma because I was visiting Florida and visiting my grandma. I played a game of war. What is game of war? Game of war. You know the card game. Oh, war! You yeah, played war. war. Uh, oh, you literally played a game of war. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the card game. How does that go? Is it one, two, three? I declare war. No, that's uh, that, thumb wars. Yeah, that's thumb wars. This one is where you have the two decks, and you just go through the you go through the they deck. They match up, and then you slap, slap, slap over. Yeah, then it's one, two, three over whoever wins that hand. That's considered a war, and then you clear that. And it's just pretty much whoever has the highest card wins that round. Who won? My grandma. I was on a hot streak, and then my grandma beat me. So it sucks. Um, but overall, I would like I instead of watching Raw, I figured I had other important things to do, so I would go do that instead of watching. Instead of watching Raw, I played a card game. How about it? Which is I would take that over uh, watching Raw a hundred times over. But so up next we had our truth randomly defeating Adam Rose with a roll up in probably under a minute. The bunny yeah. got into the ring afterwards to check on Adam Rose who got attacked. Or why the bunny got attacked, I should say. Why our truth? You see? Why couldn't Fan fucking Dango be against Adam Rose in this position? And why couldn't Swagger be against our truth? You really had to have our truth. Our truth is also uh, a face and yeah. swagger. But you also, ha in WWE, you don't have faces or heels. No, yes, you do. So, I don't give a shit what Vince McMahon, what dirt you So you could Vince have. McMahon's and you still could have done, alright, swagger versus whoever. You still don't need our truth booked on the card. Fuck our truth. You could, you should have done Fandango versus Rose, have that distraction, and Fandango pick up the victory over Adam Rose, and then Adam Rose could attack the bunny after. Because Fandango could have picked up the victory and should have. And Adam Rose would still lose. So, fuck our truth Okay. After that, Edge and Christian were announced as guest hosts of Monday Night Raw for, I guess, this week. Because this is Sunday now. Isn't Christian still under the contract, though? Yeah. So why is this a big deal? Because it's Edge and Christian. Or is it Edge? It's Edge and Christian. Uh... But I think it's sad that WWE ratings are that low or, or, and they suck this much that they need to get people like Hulk Hogan or Edge and Christian to get people to watch. Very TNA-ish. Who's who? Droopy Dog all of a sudden? My bad. Hello there. I'm very, this very TNA-ish. My name is Droopy Dog and I'm currently eating an oatmeal cookie. That Sorry, is oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. No, no, you had it right the first time. Oh, I'm eating an oatmeal cookie, David. Hey there, my name is Droopy Dog. And what's what's your uh, Michelle Tanner? Hey there, my name is Michelle Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great impression if anybody gets that. <laughs> Up next, we had Roman Reigns defeating Big Show via Countdown. The match was basic, and I don't understand why WWE is having Reigns do stuff with, with Big Show. It's and not, why the fuck is he winning by countdown? Why right? is Roman Reigns winning would it, by would countdown? Would it have been bad for Reigns to actually beat Big Show with a pin? He could. He had to throw him over a table. He couldn't hit him. With, okay, maybe the countdown would have been better if he hit him with a two uh, spear on the outside of the ring and then that. But over the table and la-di-da, that's it. 
And well, like, what's, the, what's the point of Big a Show count out? sucks in this match too. But what's the point of a count out to have more matches with these two later on? That's what they're gonna build. It's not they're doing. Gonna... It's not doing anything for either of their careers. No, Big Show needs to hang up them boots, just like Rey Mysterio. Just go Rey away. Rey Mysterio's been trying to hang up his boots. I know that's the funny thing. Big Show <laughs> needs to be trying to hang up his boots. I don't care. He should be trying to hang up his boots. He shouldn't be in a program with Roman Reigns. I thought that entire match was the shit. Why? Because Big Show cannot move. Given he did take that clothesline or a Superman punch and he left the ground. His, yeah, that's right. His feet left the ground and it looked okay. But outside of that, he was just slow. He just looks so damn slow. The big slow. I hate that shit. Yeah. Um, you also have Natalia defeating Brie Bella, which was very good to see. Yeah, it was very good to see. Natty, um, Natty won when Brie got her into a small package, and she quickly reversed that into her own. I thought that that was very, uh, very awesome to see. And then that celebration after, where uh, Nikki tried got onto the ring apron, got right uh, knocked right off by Natalia, uh, yeah, selling she, like her knee injury. Yeah, she held up the Divas Championship. Yeah, and Tyson Kidd is there celebrating with Natalia. Wearing a, a Bella hat. Was he? Na yeah, Natty took that off and threw it away. That's funny. Tyson Kidd is awesome, and I'm so happy to see Natalia uh, picking up the victory on Raw, especially against the champion. Yeah, Tyson oh. Kidd and Cesaro now have a tag team name. I forget what it was, but like uh, the Masters of the WWE Universe or something like that. Should That's as it should be. Yeah, that's why he was wearing a shirt that said "fact" or something, and Cesaro, I guess, wears a shirt that says "two Swiss" or something um, like that. Yeah, or two European, maybe. Gotcha. You also had the Matadores, 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 Los Matadores. <laughs> yeah, and El Reno defeating Stardust and Goldust. I thought it was very stupid that WWE felt the need to give Los Matadores a Christmas remix of their theme. And I think it was awful that El Torito was the actual person to pin Goldust to win. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I feel it was awful was because WWE doesn't treat El Torito like he's somebody normal or like a normal person. They treat him like well, they like, treat him like he's a fucking joke. They treat him the same way they have to treat Hornswoggle. But it's bullshit because he can actually wrestle. The way I see it is. They treat them like it's medieval times where the midgets were or the little people were the the for humor. They were the Yeah, they treat the him fun. like he's a joke of a performer because he's a little person. Yeah. If WWE treated El Torito like he was an equal to that of Los Matadores or Goldust and Stardust, I would have been perfectly fine with his victory. Like in the movie uh, Braveheart, where they have the little the little people come on stage before uh, the end scene. You sure that was brave? You sure that was Braveheart and not something else? Nope, it was Braveheart, and they performed a little scene, a little skit. It's the same exact. It's very medieval times is it ish. It's very old school ish, old fashioned ish, and I do not. I it's like um, Cirque old, du Soleil. No, yeah, just I'm just it's not. no. <laughs> it's carny ish. Like I'm not a fan of them belittling. Uh, these little people into uh, these no, position of a uh, no pun being intended or what? What do you mean? You said belittling. No, no pun intended. Um, 
but they're using them in a comedic role instead of actually uh, a serious role. Someone like El Torito can actually work. Yeah. So. 100%. After that, we had Dolph Ziggler defeating Luke Harper to retain the Intercontinental Championship. And this is one of those matches that they've been having. No, no, hold on. The matches that they have been having are one of the matches that I was talking about earlier where WWE once in a while has those type of matches that are just like the things that you have to watch or the reasons to be interested. The one thing I hate is that Luke Harper is losing so often. He was so he I'm a team player. He was the top uh he was one of the top picks of Team Authority at the time because they chose him out of the entire roster. And you thought that and he was the IC champion for a little bit and now he's losing on such a constant basis. Yeah, he's putting on great matches, but how about giving the freaking guy a win here and there? I actually thought this match was going to be a quick match when Luke Harper, as soon as the bell rang, hit Ziggler with the, that sidekick and then a powerbomb. I thought that was going to be one, two, three, and he was going to be the champion again. I just think Harper needs to get a few more victories. And you know what? If Ziggler does lose the championship, what does that say about Ziggler, too? I mean, he's won it and lost it so quickly so many times. Yeah, that's but that's not Ziggler. That's WWE doing that to Ziggler. Yeah. Obviously. But Dolph Ziggler is wrestling. If you look at him, he could be that next guy. He is he's fucking fantastic. He's big he was, you should call him Mr. Boombastic. Well, he was That's actually voted to say. He was the highest rated vote highest rated vote highest highest voted uh wrestler on WWE.com for the next Mr. WrestleMania. Out of John Cena, Daniel Bryan, all of those people, Dolph Ziggler was voted the most. Because Justin so, Gabriel didn't have his fair shot. Fair shot? Yeah, fair shot. Yeah. Um, next up, Piper's had... Pit. Piper's fucking pit with Rusev and Lana. And uh, I feel like WWE uses Piper's pit way too often now. And. Yeah, I don't care. It's starting to not work for me. I just don't care. This one in particular, you had Lana talking about Americans celebrating Christmas. To Roddy Piper, who is Canadian, and you have Roddy Piper standing up for America. That makes sense. WWE logic. Then you had Ryback coming out and brawling with Rusev, and Rusev ducked out because that's all he ever does. What about Ryback wearing a fucking bow? Was that really necessary (laughs) to put a bow on Ryback? (laughs) I don't. I was that really was that really necessary? I, it was Rybo. Yeah, he was Bo leaving. That was stupid. <laughs> I don't get. I don't understand. Like there's, there's like WWE at, at some points they're just stuck in that old school way that they think everything they do is good. No, Your Alicia shit Fo- does stink. Yeah, Alicia Fox, Emma, and Naomi defeated Cameron Page and Summer Rae. Um, right, I was off actually, the bat, right off the bat, before you say you thought it was a good match, I think Paige should have been the one to win this. All right. Um, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a bad match. Um, it was very entertaining. I like that Naomi used that like twist of fate kind of a deal. Well, not kind of. It was the twist of fate, uh, except on over the top rope. It, that's not a, it's a, it's a hang. What is it called? The hangman? Is it called a hangman? 
Yeah, but the way she did it was a twist of fate because she started with the DDT position and then swung it around. And she also even did the handout yell, like Lita, or like all of them. <laughs> um, the, all right, I, fucking I liked... Jerry Lawler should be on mute during these matches. It's so creepy. Emma was standing right by him, and he goes, and I quote, I'm not Santa Claus, but you can sit on my lap. Really? It's it's just, I don't understand. I don't know if WWE doesn't know that everybody listening to this feels uncomfortable. When Jerry Lawler speaks during most matches and Diva matches in particular. I mean, he should just not be... Someone should needs to put a restraining order on him against D- to keep his distance from diva matches. It's just it's just disgusting. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. I like the uh, the ending with Alicia Fox, where I don't know what you would call that move that she used, like the leg head smash thing. Yeah, that was a good good move. Like the matches like this, Cameron doesn't look too bad in though. She doesn't look too bad. I don't know. She looked, look she looked a lot bad. like AJ in this match too. She was doing that stupid shit where you fall and fold up. I don't. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I would love to know who's fucking teaching people that. Imagine AJ's working very hard side by side with Cameron. I almost said Kalisto. <laughs> but close, close. No, it isn't. Screw you. <laughs> but I really, uh, I do think that Paige should have been the one to pick up that victory. And I think she needs to be built up bigger because she is currently the best diva that WWE has. There's, I no, think that, there's no disputing that. I don't I think. I think it is disputable. For what reason? Just because I think we just haven't seen enough of Naomi yet. Well, I think, I think right. Naomi could be the best that they have too. I mean, but that's still something that I think Paige could be being Paige being heel, Naomi being face. Yes, I would love for Naomi Page feud for the championship. I mean, and that's not taking Bella anything Twins. away from Natalia because she's up there as being the best as well. Not to take anything away from the Bella Twins either because they have improved so much. But all I want is a championship, a championship feud, like a feud that means something between Page and Naomi outside of this guy spoke to Naomi or like just a, a cheesy storyline. Just have it mean something with the championship. Yeah. That's the reason. That's also, I feel like part of the reason why fans, Oh, this is boring popcorn match or whatever. I'm going to the bathroom here, food break, this, that. If you put meaning to something in the divas division, other than this is my husband or, your husband's getting fired, or you slap me, your husband's done, or you're my servant. People- oh, what the fuck? What? Referee Corey Price cut his hair. No. That's bullshit. No, he didn't. He did. Are you kidding me? I'm not on Facebook or anything, but he did. That is BS. <laughs> BS. Where do you see it? Not on Facebook, but if people go on Twitter, they could go tweet to referee Corey Price at ref Corey Price and be like, dude, why did you cut your hair? He had the ponytail and now he cut his hair. Fudged up. <laughs> well, Fudged I'm, glad, up. I'm glad that took a, a long segment to take, right? Yeah. I don't know. I figure I might as well keep on ranting because it seems like that's all I'm doing with running at Raw. You went to talking about the divas to Corey Price's hair. <laughs> um, 
The Miz defeated Jay Uso. What to take away from this? Help me out here. There Give is, me Miz now. Yeah, there's nothing. All right, next. It really isn't. Main event, Bray Wyatt versus Ambrose in a Miracle on 34th Street match. Dumb. Dumb I mean, to have this match. It would have made more sense if it was, let's say, actually near 34th Street. Say maybe if this was at Madison Square Garden. Rather than just having house shows at Madison Square Garden. Actually on 34th Street. Yeah. At least Bray Wyatt cut a promo before the match telling kids that Santa Claus doesn't exist. That was good. Yeah. Was it really good? Yeah, because fuck that. Santa Claus, I'm not going to lie to a child. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of awkward. I feel like I feel like they could get a lot of complaints based off of that. Well, he was saying in his world, there's no real. It's not real. But his real, his world is real to me. So his that's world true. is real to me. Damn it! You but, imitate him on what was it? Every Sunday you imitate him? No. Oh no, that's just you. Just look in the mirror. It's you have to build up every month. Mm-hmm. See now, this is going to be the picture of the week if we're talking about it. No, no, no. <laughs> so screw you. If Asshole. we if it, if it is the picture of the week, it's because it's your legit calendar. It's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, nah, it, it, it's, it's not, pretty much not your a legit calendar. You don't see Bob Seeger on that calendar. Well, maybe you should add it. It's actually that would be like every other week concert. No, I didn't go to thirty yeah. concerts this year. Yeah, close <laughs> to it. But this again is another example of why you should watch Raw. Ambrose, and this is another example why you should listen to Marking Out. Ambrose and Wyatt do a great job ha- having good matches. But storyline-wise, as we were told earlier in this in this show, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say we forgot why they're even feuding. Mm-hmm. It, WWE's just falling apart. Yeah, someone had some sort of a secret over someone, and then we stopped caring. Yeah, Adam Sandler said it best. Shh, don't tell. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember that song? No, sir. Secret? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think I used about... to rock that shit in the dorms. What? Wasn't it about blessed? shaving his pubes? Yeah, about shaving the pubes. I Definitely. Shh, don't tell. <laughs> but after Dean Ambrose lost, he attacked... Nick Sporsden? Yeah, he attacked Bray Wyatt and <laughs> ended up putting him through the table. Yeah. Yeah, so. that was that was Monday Night Raw. Instead of, instead of watching Raw, you should go watch it on YouTube, the... Uh, the Don't Tell music video with Adam Sandler and uh, Nick Swarston. Yeah. Highly entertaining. Um, yeah, uh, keep those pubes, keep, uh, pe- keep keep those pubes, pubes clean. Oh, I thought you were saying keep those pubes coming. Yeah, no, keep them clean. Yeah, but that was Monday Night Raw. And now I'm going to chime in and fucking rant a big time. Again, Hulk Hogan just tweeted. Yeah, I know. This isn't outside the ring news and all that shit. But I have to rant about this right now because I clicked into it. It could be. There's no other news. I clicked into this and I just saw it and now I'm, what the fuck? Okay, I don't know who Jody Highroller Riff Raff is. I don't know much of him. All I know that he looks like a a complete idiot. Complete idiot. And Hulk Hogan's tweeting out saying that he's going to be training this guy to be a pro wrestler. (laughs) It looks like like the guy that James Franco played in that movie. He really does. It looks like I could see this guy being the person from me. Uh, what is it? Uh, Meet the Millers, the guy with the uh, 
with that tattoo going across yeah. his chest. It looks just like that guy. He has a song, Tiptoeing in My Jardins. Are you serious? This is going to be fucking... This is so stupid. He's he's Jewish and his family survived the Holocaust, though. Oh, all right. I guess... <laughs> all right, good for him. Good for him. Mazel tov. I guess that's all right. Where did he go wrong? He was a shooting guard on the school's basketball team before dropping out senior year. Uh, he got his GED, though. Okay, okay. Went to community he, college. Okay. All right. But still. Oh, come on. The, who the hell makes a song called Tiptoe Wing in my Jardines? I guess Does somebody, even listen some, to this? somebody famous from MySpace, YouTube, and World Star Hip Hop. Oh, good old world star hip-hop. I love that. Let's influence everyone to, instead of stopping a crime taking place, whip out your cameras and start taking pictures and videos and yell world world star hip-hop over and over and over again. Oh, he's... There's a fight going on. Let's take a video of it and try to get it out there. He was, uh, let's see... He's with Andy Milanakis in a group called Three Loco. So is this is he a comedian? I don't know. He was on. He tried out for P Diddy's Making the Band. He has to be a comedian then. Simon Rex noticed Riff Raff after shown being shown him by the Alchemist, whoever that is. I don't know who that is. I don't know. What does he do? Is he legit a rapper? Why is he getting so many dates? <laughs> There's a whole section on the Wikipedia page, Spring Breakers Controversy. What What do you mean? What do you mean? That's the film that James Franco looked like the guy. However, according to Franco, his character was based on really? the underground rap artist Dangerous. He said, of course, Harmony and I look at some of Riff Raff's video as inspiration, but he was one of a number of people we looked at. So it was not... It looks just like this dude. Yeah, it looks just like that James Franco character. After much back and forth between both camps about the issue, issue including Riff Raff appearing in a cameo of One Life to Live. One Life to Live? That's the show? Playing a character called Jamie Franco. Okay. That's, that's weird. Personal life. He likes The Simpsons. And he has a Bart Simpson chain and tattoo. Cool story, bro. I'm just... Yeah, he was... He looks like this Scotty P character from that movie. From Meet the Millers. This is just like... It's Where the Millers, isn't it? Meet the, Mir meet the Millers. I don't know. Meet but the, he, he's no... He's no... Uh, oh, no. You, you're right. He's no Where Bobby... He's no Bobby Schmarta, so... It's a good uh. thing. What the fuck? Really? With? Like, he looks like a schmuck. Well. Like, how is this even, like, how how do people, how does society listen to this? Can't change a book by, can't. Do no, it. you can't. You can't do that at all. <laughs> you can't judge a book <laughs> by its cover. Do you, uh, wanna. Wait, it was just like. Build a snowman or. Yeah, so I'm going to just cut it off before it gets any worse, and uh, let's take a break right now. You can introduce this segment. This week's musical interlude is not me. It is performed by the gent, Jimmy Conway. That is right. One half of South Philly's 
finest. Go follow him on Twitter at Jimmy Conway. You can go check out this DV uh, this DVD, this song, amongst his other songs on datpiff.com. And here is Not Me. Turn it up, let the tunes do what they do Noosh burning it up, let the smoke fill the room They can't stop me, yeah, they can't stop me Nah, no, no, that's not me The one that you want to try, you flow but don't get cocky Don't do it for the vine, don't be doing it because you're eyeing me Hating me, or you wish you were dating me I'm gonna live, I'm gonna eat regardless Simple-minded people starting shit Don't realize I'll finish it Like I said, I gotta eat So we're coming for your dinner, bitch And from the way that it looks The throne looks more like a buffet I'm like taxes in prisons I ain't going away Rap game ain't no democracy You rappers get no say You know names, you don't impress me No fucking way, it's a new day So wise up, you boy scouts Who you weak motherfuckers think that you're talking about Don't make a slump, you cocking you out A and J equals money, what the fuck is the doubt? I'll let you strangers know That when my anger grows, ha You can't stop me And just so you know That's not me Stuck with no money and means, that's not me Run with no family team, that's not me Picture me running out of steam, yo, that's not me That's not me That's not me Stuck with no money and means, that's not me Run with no family team, that's not me Picture me running out of steam, yo, that's not me that's not me, no, no, that's not me I've never been one to lie And if I said that you could stop me Stick a needle in my eye Don't be mad because you're making me And now ain't no breaking me No shits to give I have my own life to live I have my own goals to accomplish It's mud holes I'm stopping And any motherfuckers ass thinking they can pop shit Because it's game time That's right, it's James time On deck is Dex, ha Who's next? Our shit, it's time to flex. I'm flowing, now she's wet. The game is put in checkmate. That's right, it's Dex Day. And don't test me, cause it's destined to get messy. You have an uphill battle, cause it's certain God bless me. I'm meant for way more than these streets. Way more than these deceitful people. Claim you can trust them first chance they try to beat you. No trust for these bozos. No love for these hoes. And I don't blur the lines. You already know. They all know. That's why these X's call out the blue, that's why A and J, we got these MCs singing blues, we ain't stressing you, we doing what we do, the rap game is lost and we just here to give a clue, and I'm gonna rise up cause I got too much to prove, my mind never stops, that's why I'm always on the move, and I won't lose, because I'm destined for greatness, I be late and shit, but never in the faking shit, that's you, and that's not me, stuck with no money and means, that's not me. Run with no family team, that's not me Picture me running out of steam, yo, that's not me That's not me, that's not me Stuck with no money and means, that's not me Run with no family team, that's not me Picture me running out of steam, yo, that's not me That's not me
You just heard Not Me uh, by Jimmy Conway. You can go check him out on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash thegentjk. And as I said before, you can find him in, on uh, datpiff.com. You can go search him. Uh, the CD is called Dexter's Lab, and it is brought to you from YLF Archives and Jimmy Conway. So go check it out. It's the debut mixtape. Very awesome. We'll be uh, playing some more songs off of this uh, CD, off of Dexter's Lab. Throughout the new year. Yeah, throughout the new year. So if you do like it, go download them. It is free to download, and it's well worth it. That is uh, Jimmy Conway's Dexter's Lab. And go follow him once again on Twitter at Jimmy Conway. Now let's go into it. Some independent uh, news and talking. Why not? Because that's what we do. What do you want to start off with, uh, BTTG161? Well, what event took place the least closest to today? Well, you know, I don't pay attention to that stuff. So let me close. Wait. Gener- is-, is it Generation Next Wrestling? Hold on. I'm trying to. No, we had to go over results is first. Is it 2CW? Hold on, hold on. I have to scroll up. I accidentally opened up Messenger instead. What's Messenger? On uh, on the MacBooks. No, I don't know. doesn't matter. Just go through one of them. Which one do you want to do first? New- 2CW? Uh, all right. 2CW took place uh, this past week. Um, you had... What's going on here? Are you okay? No. He's not okay, ladies and gentlemen. It, it, it's, it's being a jerk is exactly doing what I told it was going to do. So that's no. a bam roasted of the year goes to you. Yeah, because I didn't have the fucking results up like you told me <laughs> that I couldn't have. Wrong. So now I'm going to pull them up because I can't do this shit on Skype. Yeah. So, yeah. Wrong. No. You're wrong to yell at me. You should apologize right I'm not now. yelling at you. I'm just being very direct. That's a rallying me yelling at me. No, it isn't. It's not a rallying. Yeah. No, it's direct. No, it's yelling. I'm being at me. very direct with you. Wrong. No, you can't tell you, me what to do. You want to call it quits? Is this it? The last episode of 2014 is the last episode ever. I would even offer that because fuck you. What's on your mind? I didn't curse at you. Why are you cursing at me? I censored myself at least. Yeah, which is something so so much better than actually just saying it. Yeah, exactly. So don't stop yelling at me. I'm no, not. Stop Thank you. yelling at me. No, thank you for censoring yourself. This is it. I'm done. This is it. This is the last episode, folks. You can't do that. No, this is the last episode ever. Tweet us if you want to be the co-host. Fuck it. <laughs> Tweet us if you want to be no. the host and co-host of the uh, you can't do, ep- you next can't host and co-host. Why? We could oh, have I two guess, of them. Yeah. They could replace both of us. No. So then you're sticking around. No, this is that's it. When I What's leave, it? marking out is done. You can't do that. Because you'd even started. It doesn't matter. I finished it. I finished it. And that's how it is. That's how we that's end. That's how it ends. That's All how right. it ends, ladies and gentlemen. Not I gonna... hope you're crying right now. I hope there's I... tissues and, and, yes. and things um, to... We will not cover 2CW, NYWC, or anything else. We're just going to close out the podcast just like that. This is the la- No, this will be the last time we ever cover 2CW or NYWC or any other wrestling event for 2014. Because this is the last episode of 2014. You know what? I think for the rest of uh, 2014, we should just cover TNA. Like next week, let's cover just TNA. 
for 2014. Close it out big. I don't think there's anything to cover for TNI. They have a oh. new TV channel. The tickets aren't selling well. I hope, I really hope that something changes big time with them because what WWE is giving us right now is not right. And it's yeah. WWE, like I keep saying, is wrestling. There's no other, there's no other real alternative. And I don't want to fucking watch the bromance on TV. Uh-uh. No way in heck. Change your shit. Give me more Ethan Carter. Give me more Rockstar Spud. Give me more. Give me more. Didn't we do that last week? <laughs> yeah, except that wasn't the right words. What do you mean? It's tell me more. Oh. Give it to me more. Give me more. Right? I don't, That's know, I don't know what that is. I don't listen to Britney Spears like You're that. You're such a liar. You have her entire CD downloaded. <laughs> no, I said I don't listen to Britney Spears like that. Oh, gotcha. I'm more of the other, the, the younger version that came out. How old was she? Like 18? 17? Uh, I don't know. Her song came out when I was in 7th grade or 8th grade. Jesus Christ. You must be what, 30 now? Close to it. <laughs> Close to it. Next year's not it's not gonna be a joke next year. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you were crying in that laugh. <laughs> I was. You're like, you're like <laughs> What am I gonna do without the podcast? What do you mean without the podcast? You don't it's the online do that listening anymore. experience. Because I do an online listening experience. No, you do not. You yes, do a podcast that people listen to. No. Yes. People are going to listen to me clapping except for that one time. I'm missing syllables here and there. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm like thinking to myself, like, are you counting your syllables right now? Like, no, I'm just clapping along and talking. Clapping or fapping? What are you doing over there? What, is, what does that mean? Quit it. What's fapping? Stop. Stop it. Back in my day, hacking was something a murderer did to a body. It, now it's just Jennifer Lawrence and, and emails and, and Sony pictures. Yeah. All right. So we got everything together. <sighs> Now I got what I needed off of the website. I'm off the website. 2CW took place this past week. Last That's all week. I had to say. That's all I had to say. Tomasa Ciampa defeated Dalton Castle. Yes, there was a five-way scramble match as Magnus defeated Cheech, Kevin Graham, Matt Taven, and Pepper Parks. Yeah, then we had a no-holds-barred match between Brute Van Slyke and uh, Necro Butcher. Necro Butcher on the losing end of that one. You had the 2CW Heavyweight Championship uh, defending a five-way elimination match. Champion being Nick Ando. He defeated Colin Delaney, Jason X, Jay Freddy, and Jugger Dog. Yeah. The you also had the Dojo Brothers, Eddie Edwards, and Roderick Strong team up to defeat Biff and Ted's excellent tag team, Biff Busick and Gregory Edwards. Um, yeah, and a ton more. Mickey James was in action, defeating Cherry Bomb. And a lot more wrestling took place as well. Yeah, um, Jim Duggan. Jim yeah, Duggan Jim Duggan worked. was there. For more information on 2CW, you can check out 2CWWrestling.com, Facebook.com slash 2CW, and on Twitter at 2CW. Uh, they're usually primarily in the upstate New York area. So head over there if you're in the area. Next up on the same date, uh, December 27th, which was when? Yesterday. yesterday. Oh, well, yeah, yesterday. Um, you had Maryland Championship Wrestling taking place. Season Seasons beatings. 
So you had Kevin Nash, Melina, uh, and Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel, and a ton more. Was Nash there? I believe so. He made an appearance. What happened with that? I I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. I would assume that he would be there. Well, it was. I don't know if he was in jail or not or what. I don't know. I would assume that they would didn't spend that much jail time. It's probably just in the drunk tank, and that's I, it. I don't see anything about Kevin Nash here. Well, he wouldn't be in an actual match. Could just make an appearance. It says. But Molina. let's get on. But let's get on to some of the matches. You had a two out of three falls match. Shane Strickland defeating Eddie Smooth. Matt Seidel defeated King Ryan McBride. The MCW Heavyweight Championship was on the line as Drolix defeated the Bruiser to retain the championship. You had the Hellcats becoming the new MCW Tag Team Champions in a no-DQ match against Napalm Bomb and Solo. You had a three-on-two handicap match. Uh, Fed Up defeated Buck, Child, Ken Dixon, and Justin Schlegel with special guest enforcer referee Mick Foley. You also had I, uh, AIW Wrestling taking place on the 26th. Absolute intense wrestling um you could you can't see anymore but brian myers <laughs> lost to dyson ducks and really? what should yep tyson what? ducks that's what i said dyson ducks what i say dyson oh tyson ducks defeated brian myers <laughs> <laughs> as i cough yeah the beaver coughs. boys defeated the infinity and uh two infinity and beyond beaver boys of course alex reynolds and johnny silver to Infinity and Beyond, Cheech and Colin Delaney. You have the AIW Intense title match. Davey Vega was defending his championship against Chris Sabin and successfully retaining that title. You had Ricky, Ricky Shane Page defeating Candice LeRae, Dick Justice, Eric Ryan, Flip Kendrick, and Joshua Singh. Yeah, then you also had the AIW Absolute title match uh, with champion Tim Dunst and uh, taking on Tommy Mercer. That went to a no contest. You also had Eddie Edwards defeating Chris Hero. Yeah, what else? <coughs> and keep on coughing. Are you okay? Yeah, it's that fucking cookie you keep eating. I cannot help it. It was a good. I'm done with my cookie. What are you t- trying to convince me? No, okay. I'm Relax. done. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, you want to talk about some NYWC? Yeah, sure. Wow, show a little bit less enthusiasm. Well, I'm reading and trying to do a show at the same time. What are you reading? You shouldn't have any websites up. When was CZW from? (laughs) What do you mean? When are these CZW results from? What CZW results? Oh, that's upcoming. Oh, That's upcoming. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. So, MYWC Tour de Circus took place yesterday. I said took weird. Uh, the show kicked off. The A-listers defeated Grim, Reefer, and Monster Mac. Uh, it was a cheap victory there, but that's it the was. A-listers. And then Alvin Alvarez, uh, I believe, throwing Grim Reefer right into the barricade. Uh, very hard. Yeah. It was a hard-hitting bo- battle. I'm actually surprised that... Uh, Jay Red and the A-listers got out there, got out alive. I mean, Monster Mac was pretty angry. Yeah. But, I mean, they they picked up the victory very cheaply, so good for them. 
Yeah, we also saw Joe Gacy versus J-Row. And uh, that match went to a no contest when Apollyon and uh, the rest of Vitko's gang, I guess now known as Seven Deadly Sinners, yeah, came um, out and attacked them. That Stockade. Who else was in that? Stockade, Apollyon, uh, jo- uh, Joey Conway, uh, Casanova Valentine. Van Lemer? Yep, Van Lemer. And Crusher Dugan was out there, Crusher too. Crusher Dugan and uh, Brian Vitko. Yeah. So those are your seven. And uh, out of nowhere after well, that. Well, before out of nowhere, it's unfortunate we didn't get a finish to Joe Gacy versus J-Row. Because this was a grudge match. And I would have loved to see a finish to this match. It was a very good match for what it was. And it sucks that there was that interference. Yeah, and after this, Brian Vitko was talking about the weak link. Now, there's always a weak link in a new stable. And everyone thought it was Stockade. Yeah. And uh, from nowhere, from out of nowhere, or from the crowd, or whatever you want to say, King Mega gets into the ring. And uh, Vitko announces that it was Joey Conway that was the weak link. And had King Mega take care of him. Yeah. Took him I mean, that choke slam. That definitely, I would hate to be Joey Conway being taken out with a chokeslam by King Mega. I mean, that that look that just looked damn painful. Yeah, but, but Habali Junior and Anthony the Stallion Lacera came out to, uh, I guess, try and fight them off. We're well, not even fight them off; just came to, I guess, to fa- I guess, face off against Stockade and Apollyon. Yeah, that led right into that match with Stockade and Apollyon picking up that victory. No surprise there. They were so freaking dominant in this match. Um, it's good to see Apollyon and Stockade on the same page now, yeah, though. I was going to say, it's nice to see them tagging again. Yeah, for sure. Um, although it's unfortunate because they're the bad guys. But they've yeah. always been the bad guys, basically. They've, they've always been the bad guys. And honestly, I can't see them any see it any other way. Yeah, but and, after after that match, Seven Deadly Sins came down and attacked. They took They took him out. Yeah, Lacera and Habali. Yeah, Habali and Lacera were just insane for thinking that they could even stand a chance against these guys. Yeah, I think anybody in that locker room may be crazy for thinking that they could stand up to the seven deadly sinners. You tried that once and it didn't work out too well, right? Yeah, I did once in a back alley, but Kesselnova Valentine and a few of them other goons beat the shit out of me. Yeah, rightfully so. Screw you. I didn't report it to the cops or anything because I kind of. uh, Kind of deserved it for talking so much shit about them on the podcast. So you know, now you sound like Rihanna. That's a weird. I, <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> Let's you're just s- keep going. That's wrong. Boo! I've never booed anyone on the podcast before, but I'm gonna boo you for that one. It's no, I don't understand. Boo. I'm a, listen, I'm not the bad person here. Women who get beat up by their men and stay by them are. Amen to that. Uh, Fighting Spirit was in the house. As Fighting Spirit Wrestling Tag Team Champions, the opposition defeated House of Pain and Omega Black in, uh, what is it called? Uh, Triple Triple Threat Tag Team Match? Yeah, Triple Threat Tag Team Match. Yeah, and after that we had Kimberly coming out. And uh, she cut a promo saying that she's going to be the next MYWC Starlet Champion. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, she's had a pretty strong uh, year, too. Uh, and it's going to be very interesting to see what impact she's going to have on that Starlet division. Yeah, we had a number one contenders match between Aria Cadenza and Sammy Pickles. And While Kimberly remained at ringside. Yes, and um, Sammy Pickles picked up that victory. Yeah, Aria Cadenza went for that Cadenza bomb. And she, and she Sammy Pickles. She yeah, she didn't get all of it. Yeah, Sammy Pickles took advantage of that missed uh, Cadenza bomb. Rolled her up, schoolboyed, and schoolgirl. Yeah, schoolgirl, and picked up the victory. She, so Sammy Pickles is now the number one contender for the championship. Yeah, and after this, Kimberly got into the ring and attacked Sammy, but Sammy was able to fight her off. So I think it, <laughs> it was funny the way he said off. <laughs> so I, so at the next event, I think we'll be seeing Kimberly versus Sammy Pickles. Yeah, maybe. It, I mean, it'll be interesting to see Sammy Pickles just insert her way into the uh, championship match like that, though. I mean, I, I would assume that you would see her versus Sammy Pickles first before a triple threat for the title, right? I guess so, right? I don't know. I guess we'll find out, though. It'll be entertaining nonetheless. Uh, the NYWC Tag Team Championship was on the line as Milk Chocolate defended unsuccessfully against Team Tremendous, Dan Barry and Bill Carr. And it was, honestly, I thought it was such an amazing, awesome match. Yeah, very much so it was. I think, uh, not to take away from anything else, but I think this was the match of the night. I agree with you. This tag team action, it had a little bit of everything. There were moments where Randy Summers was trying to get that tag as Brandon Watson was getting beaten up. There was moments where Milk Chocolate hit their double team moves and had their hot streaks. It was a good back-and-forth match. Yeah, you didn't know who was coming out victorious, and Team Tremendous, Bill Carr, and Dan Barry picked up those titles. Yeah, I mean, Milk Chocolate even hit their double-team finisher on uh, Dan Barry, and Dan Barry still kicked out. Yeah, so. and after the match, uh, there were some Santa Clauses sitting in the crowd. Yeah, and, they were there the entire event, heckling everyone and heckling Kimberly. And Bill Carr invited them into the ring because it's Christmas just passed. And what is this Christmas holiday spirit without Santa Claus celebrations? So uh, they got them over the guardrail to uh, celebrate in the ring with the new tag team champions. You could, Yeah, um, then to the surprise of the audience... Uh, Santa Clauses were dancing around with them with Bill Carr, and then they they rocked them with they uh, took off their hats, took off the beards, on uh, revealing that it was the Juicy Product who never lost the NYWC Tag Team Championships. They were stripped without even an explanation as to why they were stripped. JT Dunn and the Product David Starr were Santa Clauses. They rocked the Team Tremendous with super kicks. And then got on that mic stating that they are back because they uh, they never lost their championships. They want them back, and they're going to make a statement. And then they started brawling with Team Tremendous all over the place. But once Team Tremendous had the advantage, Juicy Product got right on the mic saying that they didn't want their match tonight, that they want the big bucks they want their match at the next event, the biggest event well, of the year. Not the, not the next event. Oh, it isn't? No, Sideshow's next. Oh. They wanted their title rematch or shot at Psycho Circus. 
Okay, so then that makes sense with the Kimberly. For some reason, I thought Psycho Circus was next. So then I would expect Kimberly versus Sammy at Sideshow. And then the winner yeah. would be at Psycho Circus. I guess so, yeah. All right, that makes sense. Up next, we had TJ Marconi picking up the victory against JT Kaysen. Uh Before the match, I, I felt kind of hurt here. We had uh, Braden Knight accompanying JT Kaysen to the ring, but... Braden Knight, boom, smack Kaysen right in the face, knocking him down. Braden Knight just uh, recently having surgery on that arm. And so he's all casted up uh, sling in the sling. And then just rocking his old tag team partner for how many years? I mean, ever since we started going to NYWC, this was uh, a tag team, Reckless and Wasted, that's been there from the start of our... That isn't our... true. <laughs> no? No. I thought Reckless and Wasted was around for a long time with no, us. No, I think when we got there, JT Kaysen was with the other – what was their names? Oh, but that was only for one event. The yeah, Hillbillies. Well, how, yeah, right. The Hillbillies. Yeah. Okay, but then for but then that was we only saw that for like one or it, it is It's crazy events. that we've been going so long though. Yeah, it's cre- even more crazy that Braden Knight would turn on his tag team partner. I mean we've been seeing them – having some uh, communication difficulties in the recent event, at recent events. And unfortunately, it turned to this. Yeah. And TJ Marconi, he, he's a fucking big guy. So to see him alongside Braden Knight, it's going to be interesting. I guess Braden Knight's going to be in a, stepping aside to be a man, in a manager position possibly now. Yeah, it looks like that. Looks like that. What does that mean? I don't know. I said it sounded weird when I said it the first time. So you tried <laughs> to say it again? <laughs> it sounded even more weird the second time. That's weird. Speaking of not weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep it going. Speaking of whatever. Speaking of the next match, Tony Oh, Nese, we weren't speaking of it yet. I am going to introduce the next match. It was Tony Nice and Papadon taking on... Jesse Vane and Matthew Justice. Uh, yeah, it, it was a good back and forth match, just like the previous tag team matches. Uh, it definitely stood up to what you expected, but unfortunately, there was miscommunication between Nice and Papa Dog. It wasn't really miscommunication. Nice was distracted and accidentally. Well, I guess you'd call that miscommunication. I mean, in the he should have been world. paying attention. Papa Don's not. Too well, that with being upset at this. Well, I mean, he was distracted and accidentally hit Papadon, and they ended up losing to Jesse Vane and Matthew Justice. Yeah, and then Papadon and Nice arguing a little bit over whose fault it is, and Tony Nice walking out on Papadon. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they can pull it together and team up again. If not, I think we may be bound to see them face off again. Uh. We also had Mike Mondo defeat Drew Gulak in what was a uh, very good technical match. Um, and But then after the match, Mike Mondo got on the uh, the mic and gave a lot of respect to Drew Gulak, saying that he earned his respect and that he shook his hand. He put his hand out there to be shaken, and they both shook hands. But then he continued to rant a little bit about how he hates Rex Lawless the current fusion champion, how that's the one thing that he does is lack respect. 
So he wants a shot at Rex Lawless. So uh, in the future, we're going to be seeing Mike Mondo versus Rex Lawless for that Fusion Championship. Yeah. No- nothing is set up yet, but we could just only assume. And in our main event, we saw Flawless Blake Morris, the champion, NYWC champion, and DJ Hyde taking on Big O and Fusion champion, like you said, Rex Lawless. Uh, they they lost. Who? Oh. Big O and Rex Lawless. Yeah, no, this was a, a hard-hitting battle. Very hard-hitting battle. It was weird to see DJ Hyde in there with Big O and... Just because it's not really something that you're used to. Uh, I mean, same thing with DJ Hyde in the ring with uh, Rex Lawless. Right. Uh, Lawless. Um, hard-hitting battle. Lawless uh, getting attacked. A lot A lot of double-team. Great communication between uh, Flawless Blake Morris and DJ Hyde. They were communicating very well, having a lot of quick tags. And it's very tough to compete when uh, the opposing tag team is just on their A game. And I think that DJ Hyde and Flawless Blake Morris were on their A game at that night. Yeah, the referee, though, did get knocked down. And uh, Mondo came out and hit Rex Lawless with a chair. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, clearing Rex Lawless out of that entire scene. And then Big O rocked Flawless Blake Morris with that spine buster. But then once he finished planting him on that ground... Big O got knocked the F out with a huge lariat from DJ Hyde, nearly decapitating his head. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, that was a hard... Would you want to get hit with that uh, lariat? I just never nearly decapitated his head. I don't think I've yeah. ever heard that from you. Yeah. That's what happens when uh, something surprises uh, Dave over here. Just throws out some more things. That would surprise you. <laughs> yeah. So, but overall, it was a very, it was a lot of fun, the event. A very good event. A lot of fun. Looking forward to their next event. You're missing, show. you're missing the whole ending. Oh, shit. After this match. Yes. Out came Mikey Whipwreck fighting with Jamie Van Lemer. Yeah. Oh, from, from the, from, from the, the side door. Yeah. Through the side door. Mikey Whipwreck throwing the trash can around at him. It was it was havoc. You didn't even know what was going on because people were ready to leave after this main event ended. Yeah, and then seven, you started seeing a brawl going on. Seven deadly sinners ran down and they started brawling. And uh, well, no, this, no, they no, didn't no, start no, brawling. No, they. Mikey Whipwreck was in the ring getting ready to stand off right. against all of them. Seven deadly sinners surrounded the ring. Got up into the ring. They were ready to attack Mikey Whipwreck. The lights go out. The screen goes on. You see a cut screen. Black oh, screen. Ed. That's <laughs> right. None other than Sinister, Sinister Minister. Minister. All right, I'll let you do it again. I can't. Sinister Minister. I can't. My throat hurts. <laughs> but, dude, I was trying so hard not to fucking mark out for that. Yeah, Sinister Minister appeared on the screen. James Mitchell himself saying how he told Mikey that he would always have his back and that there, he'll always have his support he'll always support him so then the lights come back on and behind the seven deadly sinners you had Joe Attell the FSW heavyweight champion you had Joe Gacy chainsaw Joe Gacy Jro and you had 
Joey Conway, all standing all behind them. They turn around. Casanova Valentine gets rocked. All of them start battling. They spit mist in their faces. Oh, yeah, the mist. I keep on forgetting that. I don't think they were all green mist, though. I think it was all different colors. Was it? I'm almost certain that I'm I so saw... I'm so used to calling it green, the green mist. Yeah, I feel like I saw some greens and blues and reds. It's possible, but yeah, they turned around, they spit the mist in the face, and then they proceeded to brawl. Yeah. Um, and that was the end of Tour de Circus. Yeah, so hot, the circus, hot The circus is really heating up. Both of us went to the hotness. Yeah, it's heating up. Yeah, but like you were going to say before, the next event, NYWC Sideshow, coming at you from the NYWC Sportatorium on January 31st of 2015. That's the first event of 2015 for NYWC. Uh, definitely check that out. Is that Yeah, um, and I thought this was a great way to end, and for and sure, yeah. check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, what now? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I mean, it's not really funny. I went to uh, the week before that. I went to the MYWC student show. Oh, yeah. How was that? That was really a lot of fun to go to. Uh-huh. Because they're all students. And I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect because I've, I've never seen a student show from MYWC before. But it was awesome because you had like you had the regulars there, like Alvin Alvarez, you had Stockade and Poppadon. Blake Morris wrestled. And uh, it was really good. I'm proud of the students. And uh, NYWC for that. Yeah. Any uh, noteworthy uh, things from the event? Uh, I feel so bad for Sammy Pickles and her match against Stockade. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Why would that be a pair? Like, did... That's such a random pairing. It was Battle of the Sexes for some, oh. of, the, some of the matches. So. Jeez, that's that's kind of the shit end of the stick, huh? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing she got torn apart? No, she actually... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, she, she lost. Oh, man. But it was All good. Right. It was good. They, they, they're improving so much. All right. Any Anything else to take away? Uh, just that... Uh, should look out for NYWC in 2015. Yeah, and if you want to be one of the students of NYWC, uh, right now their trainers, I believe Mike Mondo still and a few others, go check it out. They always bring in guest trainers. Go check it out, nywcwrestling.com. Sign up. They train in out of Deer Park, New York on Long Island. So for sure, go check it out. It'll be worth your while. They got the student shows now. Then they have all these events. Alvin Alvarez was uh, straight out of that school, and now look where he is. He's be- becoming a hot commodity. Same thing with Blake Morris. So and yeah. Rex Lawless. Milk, I mean, milk list goes chocolate. on. Yeah, milk chocolate. The list goes on. Zach Ryder, Trent Beretta, Tony Nice. Okay, people get it. Okay, <laughs> go sign up. <laughs> uh, moving on now to matches or wrestling that's taking place in the future. Uh, we have. What was that, CZW? Yeah, actually, I'm going to touch on this before we go to the season. It's the CZW related. But on Wednesday, December 31st, at 1 p.m. at the CZW Dojo in Blackwood, New Jersey, they're going to be having Dojo War 17. That's why it's it, you can celebrate New Year's Eve in with the CZW wrestlers. Or at least, I mean, in the same area where they may all be. Uh, but it's going to be at 1 p.m. 
five matches for $5. How the hell can you pass that opportunity up? You're going to be seeing a ton of, it's always, it's usually students versus the main roster. So why would you not pass up? Why would you pass up this opportunity to see a future? <laughs> it's funny because I guess that's uh, generally that's how student shows work. So I don't. I guess I should have expected that from NYWC. Yeah. yeah, but even still, for five dollars. Yeah, I mean, come on, and especially because CZW they've put out so many ta- talents. So many people have passed through there. Currently, Dean Ambrose is the biggest name out of there. So go check them out for sure. It is a lot of fun. I haven't personally been to one. Neither has Brandon, but we would love to check one out um, in person at some point. You can see Connor Claxton, Kurt Robinson, Penelope Ford, George Gadden, Brittany Blake, and a ton others. I'm sure Joey uh, Joey Janela, Joe Gacy. It's a ton of fun. So go check it out. Dojo Wars. Also upcoming, you have CZW. Right? Live is to die. <laughs> what are you asking for? What was that? I don't know. I, I, I was kind of asking you. What was that laugh? January 10th at 7.30 p.m. Out of Voorhees, New Jersey. You want to kick it off? Sure. We have a rematch for the CZW World Heavyweight Championship. The champion, Black G's, is defending the newly, crowned, newly won championship against Sozio, former champion. Now, you also have the CCW Wired Championship on the line as Chainsaw Joe Gacy defends it against John Grisham. Uh, Joe Gacy, newly champion as well. And then you have uh, the Wired Championship on the line. Chainsaw, did you just say that? Yeah, <laughs> yes, <did>. I did. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. You have the Tag Team Championships on the line. OI4K. Taking on Pepper Parks and Papadon with Cherry Bomb. You got your rematch from... <laughs> that was so uh, confusing. What? That was so oh, confusing. Oh. I was like, I just heard this, I think. You got your Cage of Death... Uh, your Cage of Death match. Cage of Death match? Um, 16. That doesn't sound right. Uh, 16 <laughs> tag team rematch. You have the Beaver Boys... 16 up- tag team. Wait, what? 16 tag teams. 16 tag teams? Right? What 16 are you about? tag team... Rematch? Sixth. Oh, oh it's the event was Cage of Death 16. 16 tag team. No, it was yeah. Cage of Death 16. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay. Cage of Death 16. Tag team rematch. Beaver Boys versus Team Trip. <laughs> okay, stop. I don't know why, he's, why I like stuttered on that B. Okay. Beaver Boys versus Team Tremendous. I'm just kidding. That was a <laughs> what joke. What was that? <laughs> I was trying something new. To get you to break. Well, don't. <laughs> and you have Team uh, Team Dunst. What the hell? Tim Dunst returning to CZW. And a lot more. Go check out CZW. CZWrestling.com. They have the Facebook page and everything like that. Go check them out. Um, you could also go check them out at CZWrestling.com. Which I just said. But yeah, Voorhees, New Jersey. January 10th. Yeah, I didn't realize I didn't realize that was at January 10th because I guess we should have covered this one first in January 4th in the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan. We have New Japan Pro Wrestling. Why did he Re- say it like that? What? I don't know. He said it weird. We have Tokyo uh, not Tokyo Dome. We have <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom 9. I'm just very confused with this. First of all, it's going to air on pay-per-view here in in North America. 
But this one is, I don't know, is it Global Force Wrestling Presents Wrestle yeah. Kingdom 9? Yes, it is. I don't know how any of that works, but we have so many matches here. We have Red Dragon defending their IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships against Forever, Forever Hooligans, the Time Splitters, and the Young Bucks. You got six-man tag team action as the Bullet Club, including Jeff Jarrett. Take on Hiroshi Tenzin, Satoshi Kojima, and Tomoka, Tomoaki Hanma. That was difficult. We, we have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship on the line. Kenny Omega looks to capture that from Taguchi. Yeah, you got the IWGP Tag Team Championship on the line as the Bullet Club, Doc Gallows. Doc Gallows. <laughs> I can't speak. Doc Maybe Gallows. Maybe fucking cookie you eat. Crookie? Yeah. Crookie crisp. <laughs> Carl Anderson taking on Hiroki Goto and Katsuori Shibata. Why are you even bothering trying to pronounce their first names? Because I can't pronounce their tag team name. <laughs> <laughs> it's May Yu Tag. Mayu Tag. <laughs> See? You got AJ Styles taking on Tetsuya Nayutu. Nayoto. Naito. Nato. Naito. It's probably something like Steve. <laughs> you also have the IWGP Intercontinental Championship on the line. Uh, Nakamura, the current champion, is defending it against Kota Ibushi. And in the main event for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, you have Hiroshi Tanahashi, the current champion, versus Okada. Um... It, this looks like it's going to be an awesome event to check out. No doubt about it. Yeah, uh, you have Kurt, so many. You have Suzuki Gun wrestling here. You got every who else? There's Dark Match. Liger's there. Tiger Mask. Yeah, I mean the never, see, the never Riley, Bobby Fish. The it's never. Be, okay. Sorry. What else? The Never Open Weight Championship will be on the line. So much other stuff. Yeah, and the commentary is going to be brought to you by Jim Ross and Matt Strike. And my God. Oh, now I get it. What? Because I think that in America, we're actually going to have English broadcasting. What are and you that's kidding gonna me? Be, and that's going to be brought to you by the Global Force Wrestling, because usually New Japan oh, doesn't have that. Oh, Global Force Wrestling will be bringing that to us. Exactly. So that's so you still can take, don't... You can take the Are You so Kidding back to you. What? You were ready to be like, are you kidding? Like he, Like I said something like... Stupid, but yeah, what up? Yeah. Um, Speaking of what up, our truth. Do you have any shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. What's up? All right, I, <laughs> I said that. <laughs> All right. Wait, did you just snort? No, that was you. No, that was you. Brandon, don't snort. <laughs> All right, so, stop it! Stop. The power of the ultimate warrior tells you to keep on doing your shameless plugs. Well, I'm about to. Well, there's stars and moons in the air right now, and the atmosphere is blue as gray can be. Did we really only have like three people promote us? 
Probably. Because this week on Monday Night Raw was so bad that even the power of Macho Man couldn't come out and save it. And even everybody out there wanted to look into the mirror and say that, David, you should be speaking right now. Oh, am I, aren't I supposed to be doing this in a theme song to a song too? Oh, God. Do I have to wait till you pull up the fucking music? <laughs> Well, I'm just pulling it up on YouTube. What is it called again? Old Lang Syne. I guess you could type in Old Lang Syne karaoke. That's A U L D. A L A U L D. A L U D. A U L D. A U L D. L A N G. L Old Lang Sing. Okay. Yes. And karaoke. Oh, 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 here we go. R A K. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, th no, this is Mother Goose rhymes. No. Oh, it's Hold right on. Here. Karaoke. K A R A K O. No, I'm missing. Let me see. Wait, what? K A R A O K E. No, all of these versions suck. No, they don't because they're the ones that I probably used to sing along to. <laughs> this is like so mad slow, dude. That's how the song is. That's slow? Yes. This is like dumbed down. It's dun 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 dun. No, that's dun, fast. That's fast dun. compared to this shit. No, it isn't. Go use that. It's better if you're going slow because you tend to dun, dun, for no reason. So. so, thank you to all these people who promote. Do you not hear the music? Week. No, not really. <laughs> this is like. But go follow Jonathan Griffin at John Griffin. Go. F it's going too damn slow. Fuck this shit. Go follow Jasmine at Reverse Adam Saj. Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. And I believe that's all we have. So this song <laughs> wouldn't even last too long anyways. That's what they so. said about Dave the Rave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Val. Nah, the big brand Boski, actually. <laughs> also, um, just to say, I know that all of these people that did promote us last week didn't get their uh, promotions during Monday Night Raw because Brandon doesn't have the list. Brandon. And he doesn't know how to do it. So Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, but maybe yeah. You could just tell them right now. What? I burped and said maybe you could just tell them right now. Well, I'm going to tell them right now that I will promote them during the next broadcast. Wait, tomorrow. I'll promote you guys during Monday Night Raw tomorrow night. So, yeah, good time. So, we'll get to you. Um, also, go follow Penelope Ford at the Penelope Ford. George Gatton at George Gatton. And Brittany Blake at Gene Killjoy. Um, well, Gene Killjoy. All three of them are students at the CZW Academy currently, upcoming students, uh, recently making, making their debut in 2014, and I'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot about them in 2015. Not much. I've seen some of Brittany Blake. I haven't seen much of Penelope Ford or George Gadden yet. I think that they just made their debut recently as their like CZW's last event. At their like, last event? So, but sorry, go to, sorry to mock you. Yeah, but go follow them because we're always supporting every student in pro wrestling. Um, because we love to cover your your uh, 
You rise to stardom Your again. futures? Yeah. Speaking you, of uh, students, I'm... What? No, I'd help all of them out. So... Yes, at, speaking of students, are you done with that or no? So it's at the Penelope Ford, at George Gadden, that's two T's, and at Gene Killjoy. Go follow them. All right, you may uh, proceed. I was going to say, speaking of students and supporting students, uh, Pro Wrestling Syndicate is now going to have an hour TV deal uh, on WLI, WLNY TV. You can check your local listings for that. But starting January 4th, Sunday morning at 4.30 a.m., set your DVRs for that, I'm sure. There's going to be tons of students involved there. So, Yeah, and um, if we do end up watching that New Japan Global Force stuff on the 4th, we will live-tweet it to you. Well, that means we're going to be up at what? Like It's, well, it's probably, like 4 a.m. thing. Like I was going to say probably 3 to like 6 or 7. I'd be I'd be fine with that. You're, you're gonna have to make me breakfast. Uh, you're gonna have to <laughs> owe me and make me that fucking strawberry smoothie. You, that you got ate. the strawberry banana smoothie. Don't ever say banana strawberry smoothie. Yeah, I don't know why I said that, but still, I never got it. You know they no. You don't even get that factoid. No, Wait, that's because you probably don't even know it. No, I was gonna say. Do you? No, here you go, trying to drag it out of me. You're not gonna get the factoid. And Why? What is it? I'm not saying it. That's because you don't have one. Are you done with your shameless plugs? I'm done with my shameless plugs. Well, are you going to... Ask you, you if you, you like have anything any, specific? Do you have any, like... Shoutouts? Randy's shoutouts gonna make you pregnant. First shoutout goes to Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, as well as the Jay Giles Band. Uh, I saw them at Madison Square Garden on Friday night last week, and it was awesome. I was really iffy two years ago when I went to see Bob Seger, or when my friend asked if I wanted to see Bob Seger, and uh, I was so happy with that decision and that show that I wanted to see him again. So definitely, if you get a chance to see Bob Seger, go out there and see it, because it's a kick-ass show. Uh, next up is an anti-shout-out. Going to the asshole that kept whistling behind me at Bob's at the Bob Seger concert. Because That's annoying. It was such a small, confined space where I was sitting, and he, like I just, I just kept, like I just, I was so pissed because every time he whistled, I just felt like getting up and turning around and yelling at him to shut Why up. Why didn't you? How, what am I going to do that at a concert for? Like, I don't... Or I should have actually... I should have just, like, whistled as loud as I could into his ear. Like, I was row one. He was row two. That was it. There were no other rows. So... You should have just spun around and, like, slapped him. Yeah, well... And uh, up next, the last one. Unfortunately, this past uh, Monday, Joe Cocker passed away. I got to see him in concert in 2012 after a bunch of years of wanting to, and I thought it was great. And I think his cover of the Beatles, with a little help from my friends, is probably, I would say, even more famous than the Beatles version, and he'll be greatly missed. He, is he the one that plays the theme song to... Uh... The Wonder Years. That's Yeah. Yeah. All right. And he sings, uh, You Are So Beautiful, Love Lift Us Up Where We Belong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so definitely going to be missed there. 
And uh, I guess now it's time for... Oh. Really? Mark out moment of the week. That's right, our mark out moment of the week. The last one of 2014. Year to reflect on of many markout moments of this week. Of that week, I should say. Of the week, I should say. Not this week or that week. But I think this week for me has to be from last night. With Sinister Minister being on the screen at MYWC. Yeah, that was a, a surprise to everyone in the audience. A nice shock. Especially because both of us are fans of his... Uh, his promo ability, and he is one of the best managers of all time. Yeah, I think one of the most, I would say underrated, very much so underrated. I, I'll, I, I don't, agree with you. I don't think he ever got the credit that he deserves. No, I mean, really, if you weren't, you know him from TNA with Abyss and stuff, but really, I think that everything goes back to ECW, and that's where his some of his best work was. So... Yeah, very much so. I agree with you. I think that's a great mark out moment of the week to end 2014 with. So thank you to everyone who has listened to us this week. Thank you to everyone that voted on the Slammies. No, not the Slammies. On the Markies. Um, Thank you for everything and everyone and all that fun stuff. What else do you want to say? Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't do? We didn't do our uh, predictions for 2015. What do you want to say about that? What do you, we predict? Last year we predicted uh, ROH would probably close. TNA would be closing soon. TNA is still up in the air about. Hopefully that's not true. ROH is on the up and up. I'll predict that the, uh, let's see, that I'll predict TNA... that the, the Marquee Awards will be something else, huh? Yeah, really. Um, I'll predict that TNA won't be on Discovery, Travel, whatever they are on for too long. Or at least if they are, I don't think the ratings are going to be that great. Yeah, I don't think it's going to... I think, unfortunately, that it's just there's something there. If tickets aren't selling now, they had half-price tickets the other week. Yeah, it's going to be a struggle to get nobody, above... Nobody was buying them. It'll be a struggle for them to get above a one rating. I'd be curious to see if people bought... What's the ticket sales like now? And you could see on Ticketmaster, you could actually pick your seat there so you could see what's sold and what's not sold. Or, you, well, you can't see what's held back for friends and family or whatnot. But. Yeah. Um, I am also going to predict that, uh, let's see, John Cena will still be in the spotlight. Who do we I got? think that John Cena will will be stepping away from WWE for a little bit of months. Though. Who, who do we have uh, win the Royal Rumble 2015? Royal Rumble winner, I'm going with Roman Reigns. I guess I have to agree with you, although, yeah, no, I'm going to say Roman Reigns as well. But uh, but I do think that we're going to see WWE without John Cena for a few months. Why do you think that? I can see him getting married and engaged to, uh, oh, come on. to Nikki, and I can see that causing him to step away from wrestling for a little bit to deal with all of that. Kind of like what Daniel Bryan and uh, Brie Bella did. Yeah, Daniel Bryan didn't get injured or anything. Well, I also questioned how much of it was a uh, storyline. Right, but I, mean, I don't. I, I, don't he... I don't know if John will do that. But um, well, that's why it's a prediction. 
As far as the Royal Rumble, though, do we know for sure that it's back to being 30? or? Yeah, shit's back to being 30. That sucks. Shit's back to being 30. Because they were going to have a few ECW surprises, which I think is stupid anyways. I don't. But All right, so let's bring in an out-of-shape person that can't wrestle named Sandman. Of that, who's the, First of all, it's the Royal Rumble where anything can happen. I don't know. I'd rather see wrestlers like, uh, I don't know. I want to see Rick Martel come back. Could happen. Could it's happen. Philadelphia. Why won't Sylvester Stallone be in the Royal Rumble? That's just, come on. Will Thunderlips be there? That's just unreasonable. Um, I don't know. You haven't made too many predictions. What do you predict? I predict that this really is going to be it. This is a make it or break it year for wrestling. In regards to? Everything. Everything that we discussed about on the show. Wait, how is it a make it or break it year for wrestling? Uh, in regards to WWE, step your game up big time because Nothing's what you're giving I, right now is really not good. And that's not going to make and or the break ratings, anything. the ratings are showing that they're not doing as well as they they're should be. They're still doing above a 3.0. Their house show sales are showing that they are not doing what they should be. I think for TNA, it's obvious that it's a make make it or break it year. All right, so be make a like a prediction that's kind of specific. Like I made the prediction about John Cena stepping away for a few months. You asked me about the Royal Rumble prediction. I made that one. So what's your prediction for what? Who's going to be the champion WWE champion by the end of the year? Damn. Two thousand fifteen. Who is going to be ending the year as champion? I that's I'm it's difficult to say. I would like to say Roman Reigns, even though I still am sort of iffy on that. But I'm uh, gonna go with Daniel Bryan. I mean, we have Raw next week too. Yeah, or this week I predict that Edge and Christian will be there. Oh wow! <laughs> I predict a lot more guest hosts that WWE are gonna bring in to try and drive ratings up. You're not really making too great of predictions, are you? I didn't hear you make any. Oh, John Cena's getting married, guys. Yeah, I made Who that you, prediction. Dave Meltzer, fuck you. I made I made the prediction about Roman Reigns winning the Royal. I would have made that prediction, but you asked me first, right? So, so make a prediction. Come on, you can't be clever. I don't have any predictions. Well, that's kind of I predict sad. they're gonna do a a WrestleMania Scooby Doo movie, a third one after the success of the second one. Who do you think is going to be the next NXT superstar to be uh, called up besides Adrian Neville? <laughs> the Ascension? Can I say that or no? No. Uh, hopefully Bailey. All right. Even though I, I don't see that. I think she just got injured, but I, don't, I think. Oh, did she? That, I think that may be kayfabe or whatever, but I, I don't know. I didn't watch the clip on YouTube. 2015, Sting or no Sting? Sting. Really? For WrestleMania? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, uh, just in general, just in general. What were you? In general, just... I think that he'll he'll appear. I don't think he'll be wrestling at WrestleMania. After what Vince McMahon said on the Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast, I really don't expect him to. And I, I kind of don't expect Taker to wrestle either. I, I don't see Undertaker wrestling this WrestleMania. And it's I'm fine with that. Because even I don't I, was... I don't know if it's going to be his last match, that shitty match he had with Brock Lesnar last year, but. He's taken manias off in the past, so... 
I've told him. I told Brandon before. <laughs> I thought you were talking but, about you telling Taker. I was like, no. no I told Brandon this. before. I don't want rest. I don't want these wrestlers like Undertaker putting their bodies on the line so much. Kind of like that movie, The Wrestler, with Ed Asner. Where, what a joke! I said with Ed Asner. <laughs> oh, where like they're very hurt. Their bodies aren't what they used to be, and all we want is them to put their bodies on the line more and more. And until something uh, bad happens where they they really get injured uh, badly or something else. I don't want to see that happen. Yeah, and if I feel like a, that if, could if, be something that happens to Undertaker. If you're in a crowd of 100, why are you doing flip, 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 dive, 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 super kick? You don't have to. You just don't have to. My prediction is that it's over. What's over? It's The show is over. Well, no, you want to talk predictions. I'm still waiting for you to give a really good prediction. There will be a casket match. Are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> no. What you like? You got to do this. John Cena getting married is a very stupid prediction. All right, I think it's a pretty good prediction that he'll at least take time off with engagements and stuff. With Cam- uh, getting Cameron engaged get, and stuff. Cameron will get married. Boom. All right. That's Didn't that happen already? No. Oh, all right. I'll accept it. End of the show. Thank you very much to everybody that contributed to the year of 2014 of Marking Out. That's Chris, Mike, Brad, Jason, uh, and all the fans that came on and uh, for our 200th episode and sent in bumpers. Railroad Rudy was predominant here. Who else? Thank you, uh, B-Mont and B, and Jasmine... Justin DeRosa. Justin Timberlake. Steve. Uh, Disgruntled Dork. Who else could we think? Violent Rick. Eric. Montreal. Broski. Yeah, everyone, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you could follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. You could like us on Facebook. Facebook.com uh, slash Marking Out. Team Awesome 418. Go check them out on Twitter and on Facebook. Weekly Wrestling Podcast. Uh, yeah, everyone. Yeah. And uh, BTTG161. Dave the Rave underscore MO. The Wrestling Mania. Cooking with Brandon Episode 3. The Wrestling Mania.com. Uh, Team Awesome. You said that already? Yeah, Team Awesome. I'm just trying to throw out all these plugs that for people that helped us out along the way. Seth Rogen. Yeah, for sure. Seth Rogen. Um, North Korea, thank you. <laughs> um, much appreciated for your support. Uh, yeah, marketout.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, whatever else you can find us on, just listen to us. And we wish you the best, best of luck, luck in, in your, your future, future endeavors. endeavors. Marking out. Have a wonderful New Year's. Have a wonderful year. No, but I'm going to tell people that don't drink and drive on New Year's Eve. What? I said, I was going to say, well, that, bitch. Yeah. Is that how we want to end the show of 2014? Sounds kind of awkward. There's still time. We could still keep going and say something else, like have a happy, safe, and sound new year. You have a New Year's resolution? 
Uh, Mine last year was to give up fast food. It's been been months, many months since I've had fast food. Although my definition of fast food is, is weird because Dunkin' Donuts I eat, but I consider that a donut shop. I don't really know where to draw the line, but I haven't eaten McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's. I don't know. I never make a New Year's resolution. I never do. So I just set goals. Why do I have to set a goal at New Year's? That why why do I, I, why do I have to set a goal at New Year's when yeah. my New Year's is in September? I, I still yeah. Rosh Hashanah. I set goals as the year progresses. I don't need a New Year's to set a goal. It was a Jewish joke. Oh, our, our funny! Is, is not- Great. Now we're gonna end this episode on a poor ass joke of Brandon. Yeah, and David cursing, saying the A word. Push it good. Ah, push it. <laughs>